Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey Heather. Hi Frank. Today's Tuesday, December 15th. This is Frank Whaley. This is episode 47 of our fourth season and I got a news, breaking news. It puts the lotion in the basket. That wasn't my breaking news, but here's my breaking news. FKA Twigs. Pronounced FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs. So there we go. That solves that. I was right. I was right, and my daughter was wrong. She was wrong. But, I mean, I kind of like Ficka better. That's kind of cute. Yeah, Ficka, uh, Ficka Twigs is, is a little bit more catchy than FKA Twigs. But... It, it stands for formerly known as Twigs. But the thing is, she was never known as Twigs until she was FKA Twigs. So she's known as, formerly known as Twigs. My mom used to call me FKA Shitass. And I'd say, why you call me FKA shit ass? She'd say, because now you're known as shit for brains. Oh, my goodness. She was a wonderful lady. Is a wonderful yeah, lady. What are you? what are you doing here, Frank? I don't know. Um, it so, puts the lotion in the basket. Do you know who said that? That's the guy from Silence of the Lambs. Buffalo, Buffalo Bill? Buffalo Bob. What was his character's name? It was Ted Levine. He was so good. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. It was so scary. It was so terrifying in that. It's based on a real guy. That movie doesn't really hold up very well. Remember, we wa- weren't we watching it not long ago, a couple of months back, and the whole scene where... They're waiting for the elevator and stuff. Yeah, it's just like, they, they would never, they would never, Anthony Hopkins would never be able to kill those two security guys at the museum. And they're, I mean, anyway. Well, I think when, when you don't know what's happening and you don't know where he is, then it's scary. But when you know... Where he is, it's not that scary. The scariest part is, is it Brooke Smith? Yeah. Plays the woman in the basket? Or well, put, or puts, she's no, down in the hole. She's down in the hole, and he wants, her to put, he wants her to put lotion on so, she's, so her skin is moist, so when he makes a lampshade out of it, it's easily... It's not a lampshade. He's going to make a suit. All right. He's making a suit. Um, are you, were you thinking of Silence of the Lambs because it's the Christmas season? Yeah. Yeah. Makes me think of... Nice holiday makes movie. Me, makes me think um, of all good things. But then she lures his dog down into the hole. Yeah, that was smart. She was the smartest one of all. She yeah. escaped him. She escaped Buffalo Bob. Uh, My biggest fear is being held in prison like that. Imprisoned by some crazy person who says, It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts the fucking lotion in the basket. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's you don't go to a second location. That's why they say that. You got to fight back before they try to take you somewhere. You don't go to a second location? You don't know that? Every woman in America knows that. We all learned that from Oprah. If someone's trying to abduct you, if they're trying to take you to a second location, like if, if they're attacking you in a parking garage and they're trying to get you in their car, you fight like hell because your chances of surviving if they put you in that car are drastically reduced. So you scratch, kick, punch, you go for the eyeballs, you go for the nose, the throat, the balls, whatever you have to do not to get in that car. If there's a ball, go for it. Any balls, any ball you can get, 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 go get it. Yeah. The only thing I know about second locations is when I'm making, doing acting, like whenever you have to go to a second location, they call it a company move. It's dreaded on the call sheet. Mm-hmm. 
because that means the day is going to be really long because it takes a long time to, for the whole. Yeah, they got to break everything down, set yeah. everything up, move. Ugh. Whenever I'm directing a film, I always keep everything in one location every day. No company moves then, but then of course there's what the, what is known as a push move, which is just a move from you know one house to the house next door. That's doable, Heather. Right. It puts a lotion in the basket. <laughs> We got a crazy story out of Texas. There's a lot of crazy stories that come out of Texas. This one's pretty crazy. <sighs> I hate but, Texas. Well, listen to this. So you know how I'm on a school board. I serve on a school board. Nothing like this has ever happened. You don't say. Where, where we live. Not as far as I know. Um, this is from uh, the Kemp School Board in Texas, which is 45 miles southeast of Dallas. The Kemp School Board president wanted a reason to fire the school superintendent, so she tried to get a district employee to seduce the school leader, a state investigation found. The attempt, along with other startling allegations that include bribery, threats of violence, and racist remarks, have prompted a likely state takeover of the small 1,600-student school district. Texas Education Agency investigators described an instance where school board president Teresa Roberts allegedly asked an employee to seduce then-superintendent Lisa Gonzalez in a place where Roberts could discover the affair and have grounds to fire Gonzalez. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. She said, you need a, need a, N-E-E-D-A, you need to take one for the team. Go in there, y'all. Try to have sex with her and I'll walk in. This is how we'll get her out of there, Roberts allegedly told the district employee who was quoted in the report. The tension between Roberts and Gonzalez was so intense that the board president threatened physical violence against the superintendent. Former trustee Rusty Clayman told the agency that he witnessed such violent tendencies during board meetings. Rusty! Trustee Regina Kaiser told TEA that she overheard Roberts tell Gonzalez, Why don't you come out to my house so I can kick your ass? Dubner characterized this as a joke between Roberts and Gonzalez when their relationship was more friendly. No one took this as a threat. That's what this guy says. The report noted various instances of racist comments, including one in which Roberts and her husband allegedly called an employee to discuss proposed candidates for the district police chief. Why is the school board talking about who's going to be the chief of police? The employee then uh, the employee told state officials that Roberts joked that staff was going to look up and have nothing but women in the N word running this district. Roberts did not respond to requests for comments about the claim. I mean, this is the school board. That's nuts. Isn't that what Jared Kushner's dad did? I don't know. Set up his brother-in-law or something like that? Yeah. With like a prostitute and then surprised him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, it's foolproof. How can, how can that go wrong? I mean, I want to thank um, Chris for bringing this to my attention. I also want to thank John for the FKA Twigs information. Um, yeah, thanks. And to the people of the Kemp School District, my goodness, you've got a lot to talk about. I bet the Kemp Facebook pages are on fire. I don't know why somebody's not writing a television show called uh, Kemp. Uh, I could think of something catchy, but not right now. Uh, based solely on the characters you just described and their and their lives and their school district. Like the Texas cheerleader murdering mom. Yeah, there's a limited series there. But I'm not, I'm not going to fucking do it. Uh, well. I, I mean, got no time. You probably get in a lot of trouble because there's, these are allegations that she's denying. Ah. I got to wonder about the school employee that was charged with doing this. I yeah. would like to hear their story. That's the person who narrates the television show. Let's call him. Judge Reinhold can play that part. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs>
Frank Whaley, would you like a letter? Why are you calling me that? But that's your name. Go ahead. Hey guys, I'm a professor of fine arts at the University of Kentucky. Sometimes it's, I have a hard time recognizing my own name. Frank ah. Whaley. You know, Frank Whaley. Well, this person says, uh, Frank, I met you after a performance at City Center in Manhattan years ago. What's your fav favorite Christmas memory? Frank, be happy. Oh, and also, uh, hi, Heather. Could Guys, could we silence the phones while we're on the set? Please, I've asked repeatedly, n keep your phones on silence. If you don't have to be on the set, please don't be on the set. If you don't need your phone on the set, please leave your phone off the set. Here we go. Let's so go, this guys. Dude, so this dude specifically wants to know your favorite Star Christmas I, memory. I, I missed because, the whole thing. Okay. Go ahead. He uh, met you after a performance at City Center. Who? Where did he meet you? At City Center years ago. This guy who's writing in, and he wants you to be happy, and he, he, he specifically says, Frank, I met you after a performance at City Center in Manhattan years ago. What's your favorite Christmas memory? Frank, be happy. City and Center. then he writes, hi, Heather. So this is specifically directed at you. And then City I just get Center. He doesn't care about my favorite Christmas memory. I'll tell you what my favorite Christmas memory is not, is being excluded from this man's letter. Go on. What's your favorite Christmas memory, Frank? City, I'm trying to think of what I did at City Center years ago. Is that where um, Manhattan Theater Company was? Um, I think so. Only thing I can think of I did at City Center was, oh, God, that was a Christmas nightmare. If I'm thinking about, if I'm thinking of City Center, I was in a play. It was around Christmas time, and it was called The Years, and like half the cast quit before the first preview, and they had to bring a whole new cast, then it was just a nightmare. But anyway, my favorite, uh, that's a showbiz story that'll be in my book, Heather, but my favorite Christmas memory? Yes. Um, I have very few, because Christmas was a nightmare for me growing up. I hated it. Everybody was drunk and unhappy, and it was cold, and it was 9,000 uh, inches of snow on the ground as I've highlighted before but since this person does he say his name? No maybe he doesn't want people to know that he's listening I don't understand it why, why, would he, why is he so ashamed? I don't know I don't anyway know. my favorite Christmas memory well I was just thinking about a memory today of something that happened when I was, when I was in uh, high school um, I was a, um, a, 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 some people might not find this a happy story, Heather. Okay. And by the way, you are going to tell your happiest memory because uh, I want to know. Go ahead. You first. But no, I haven't prepared one. So you go ahead with I yours. haven't prepared one. Yeah, but, but you, you, you were in the middle of telling yours. So why don't you just I have, I have a whole bunch. I don't know which one to Why don't you just tell. finish? Just finish. People are waiting. They want to know. Look, Heather, don't take it out on me that this guy didn't ask you what your favorite memory is. Well, who am I going to take it out on? You're, you're, you're taking it out on me right now with no, the silent treatment. Just but if it, it's not, I'm not giving you the silent treatment. You were already in the middle of it, Frank. Just finish. Okay. Stop calling me Frank, first of all. My name is FKA Twigs. Okay. I would say maybe this is not such a happy one, but a distinctive one. Mm -hmm. When my friend in high school who's no longer with us. I'll say his first name is John. John Beep. He was actually murdered. He joined oh the my. army and was murdered. 
Yeah. Murdered in the army? And a love triangle. Yeah, he was, um, it was a love triangle. Oh, my. And in the army? He was sleeping with this guy's wife. This guy came and shot him. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, that was a long time ago. But anyway, this, this, just to tell you the type of guys I was hanging out with in high school, um, the other defining quality of this guy, John, was he loved the band Rush and would constantly play the air drums. Anyway, he had, he had, uh, his family was a little bit upward, upwardly mobile. And so he ha- always had some money in his pocket, which is probably why I hung out with him. And he suggested, because I was a very prolific and talented shoplifting whiz. Oh, I thought you were to say drummer, because he liked the air drums. No, that, that is true. That much is true. But, so he suggested, and this was in the year... 1978 or 79 um, that we go to either Fayetteville Mall or Shopping Town Mall in Syracuse and he would pay me he would pay me 75% of what he would have paid if I shoplifted his entire Christmas list for his family. Oh my god. True story. And you did it. He gave me the list where to go, which stores to go to. And I lifted everything from figurines to record albums to a picture frame. A lot of it came from JCPenney. I know oh I God. shoplifted something in Spencer. What if the JCPenney's police listened to this podcast? And they, they like the SWAT team came and banged down the door yeah. in the middle of the night. So that was a happy memory because I remember getting that cash and thinking, now I can buy Christmas your presents for ha- my family. Your happy memory is shoplifting a bunch of stuff for some guy. I mean, it was, who I was ended so up murdered. Let me tell you something. On the bus, on the way home from either Shopping Town or Fayetteville Mall, I can't remember which it was. It might have been JCPenney because they were at Shopping Town and not at Fayetteville. But I digress. On, on, the, on the way home, my pockets and pants filled with items. And bags that I, I mean, I was like, it was Houdini that day, Heather. Oh my God. I was, I was the Michael Jordan of shoplifting. I was the Timothy Chalamet, whatever he is good at, of did, shoplifting. Did you, I mean, I already know the answer to this. Did you ever feel guilty for that kind of stuff? Not even for one second. Not mm. even for one second did I feel guilty. I felt happy that I was giving this guy something at a cut right price. Right. And that I was able to then, I know the first thing I did was order a pizza. And the pizza guy came to the door. My mother said, what the hell are you doing? Oh my so I'm God. ordering a pizza. Oh, I, who do you think's paying for that? I said, I am, madam. I am. <laughs> and I took that pizza and I ate a whole thing. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's, um, that's my favorite Christmas memory. Oh, well, yeah, that's a happy one, huh? Yeah, I don't think that's what the guy wanted to hear. I think he wanted to hear something. But, uh, because he said, he said, Frank, be happy. He wants you to be happy. Oh, he says, Frank, be happy? Yeah, he says, Frank, be happy. And I that's didn't hear the, that part And that's it. the Christmas story you gave him. What? Wait a minute. Why is he being so presumptuous that I'm not happy? Presumptuous. Well, because oftentimes on this podcast, you express yourself like uh, feelings of dissatisfaction. I imagine that's what he's getting at. When you said express yourself, I, f- I felt like it's like expressing some gland. Oh, no. See, I would think of Madonna, express yourself. Right. 
I just think when we have to bring our dog to get her oh. gland expressed, her anal gland expressed. You know, uh, there are people that do that themselves. To their own glands? Why to, would you No, have to... to their dog's oh, gland. I thought that you meant DIY like... anal gland expression. Why do dogs have a gland that needs to be expressed? Good, Big question for you. I got And I want an honest answer. Okay. When was the last time you expressed your gland? I don't think people have a gland there. Oh. That, I mean, it doesn't like... Like ooze out, like it, and it's a gland that has like an opening to the outside, so ooze out, so you can squeeze something out of it. I don't get that. Remember, remember, we were eating Lay's potato chips for a while, and 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 then we read somewhere that Lay's makes you um, your anus ooze. Well, there's God, a specific, that's so gross. There's a specific kind of Lay's, and it's made with that stuff, Olestra. In the in the nineties, they I think it was the nineties they made this. Um, it was like a fat-free fat that you could cook stuff like um, potato chips in. And Lay's made a light variety. And if you read the fine print on the back, it said, may cause anal leakage. Oh, it was on the bag. It was on the bag. They put the word anal on the back of, back yeah. of the chips. Wow. That, is a, that is an indication of a food you want to you skip. It puts the anal leak in the basket. Or else it gets a hose again.